You're listening to The Gregular Show with your host, Greg Boyer. Thank you for listening to The Gregular Show. This is episode 999. I'm your host, Greg Boyer. Today I have with me the best, the worst, the Brendan. Hello, here's not your host, host, Greg. Uh, no, no, Brendan, I'm Brendan. Hi, guys. How are we doing today? Brendan, as you recall, was on our first episode of The Griggler Show, the very highly rated episode one, and uh, he's back. In a, back by popular demand. I'm very difficult to access. It took a lot of phone calls to get me here. A lot of negotiating, a lot of contract signing. A lot of agents, at least three. Uh, we hope everybody's doing okay. This coronavirus is uh, pissing everybody off, and uh, hopefully the nonsense is over sooner rather than later, because I know uh, firsthand that everybody's getting affected by it. Sorry, guys, if I can get a little real with you here, you know, the, the best messages that I have for you, the best thing we can all do right now is sit down, take a deep breath, and cry. What are your thoughts, Chris? They fucking canceled WrestleMania, Brendan. WrestleMania. Fucking canceled they, Brendan. I didn't successfully say it. Sentence backwards. I'm awake. But they yeah, they didn't cancel it. They just have it at the Performance Center now, and it's not. it's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. Everybody who's going to get their spotlight and get to put on an amazing show in front of dozens of fans. Well, yeah. Dozens of employees. <laughs> as long as they don't cancel football, I think everything's going to be okay. Oh, yeah. Before I forget, today's episode is brought to you by Keys. That's right, Keys. Get in your house, wind up a music box. Fuck up someone's car door. Keys. <laughs> oh, yeah. So today we have a very special top ten list that uh, was not random at all. Um, considering today's events, we're going to talk about 1996 and our top ten favorite songs. Right, Brennan? That's right. You know, a lot of, a lot of years, a lot of years applied to, uh, to work today. And we just thought 1996 was appropriate. We're, we're building up uh, for, you know, the next 2000 podcast with all the other years of music. Uh, today, 1996. Luck of the draw. A lot of good, a lot of good shit. 1996. Mm, yeah. I'll never forget it. I was three. And I won't ever forget it because I was incapable of forgetting things depending on what you believe in uh, I, I didn't exist I'm a I'm at least 20 no at most 22 he That's was a little semen say. swimming in the balls or something <laughs> uh, you said swimming <laughs> so uh, yeah hey Brennan would you rather have a hand for a penis or a penis for a hand ah uh, you know you know uh Either way, uh, if you shake somebody's hand, you're getting a hand job. <laughs> All right. All right. Fair enough. That's right. And I already have limp hands as it is. Uh, okay. 
I'm awake. All right. Um, it is one in the morning, which is good. We love doing the show at one in the morning. Yeah, I'll get that uh, get that morning atmosphere going on. Oh yeah, no, no four twenty this time. Uh, I'm gonna say throughout, I'm awake, guys. This time, I'm awake. All right, that's the last time you need to say it. Uh, who? Okay, okay. All right, so uh, concerts, concerts are in danger. If this uh, Corona shit keeps going, concerts. I paid for a full concert already. Twenty-one-year-old uh, meat. We're we're planning on seeing uh, Steve Winwood and Steely Dan. Yeah. Tell them, tell them what they sing. Tell them what they, uh, Steve, Steve Dan, uh, Steve Winwood, you know, Higher Love and, and, uh, Valerie and, uh, While You See a Chance and, you the know. The finer things and roll with it. And... Oh shit, roll with it, you know, funky stuff. Yeah, the funky oh, shit. Steely Dan, you know, Do It Again and. That terrible Reeling in the Years song. Reeling in the Years, Peg. one of the great uh, examples of music that sounds uh, impressive, but not good at the same time. So I, I applaud them for that. You know, but, Chevy Chase uh, was uh, hanging out with the Steely Dan at one point. He was, he was affiliated with the group. You know, Steely Dan uh, got their name... Uh, from from some something in a book called a vibrator. Naked Lunch, which uh, yeah was a humongous vibrator or or dildo or something of that sort. Either way, it's we uh, love talking about this at the regular pe- show. Penis shaped object. There we go. Hand shaped object. Callback. Oh, yeah. yeah, we we love the hand penis shit. All right. Nineteen ninety six. Let's talk about nineteen ninety six for a minute. You know, a lot of people don't remember that year because uh, they probably weren't born. Or <laughs> they were very young. Yeah, guys, raise your hands uh, if if you weren't born yet. Uh, you know, while you're listening to this, and nobody can see you. <laughs> Shout out to all the Greg heads listening that were born after 1996. You guys are young. Hold on to that youth. <sighs> all right, that was me trying to hold the youth in. It uh, it won't come out yet. Yeah, uh, 1996. You know, a lot of good movies came out in 1996, like uh, Jerry Maguire, which we just watched a couple weeks ago. And, and you know, I, I declare that my favorite movie of 1996. I've seen, like, an entire three or so from 1996. I've yeah. seen that, Happy Gilmore, and uh, something else, probably. Jack. Yeah, Jack. Jack. Where Robin oh. Williams is an old kid. Hanging out with Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah. Or at least a kid that appears old or something. I forgot most of it, but... Uh, I he's like a, he's like 10. Robin Williams is like 10, but he's 40. Oh, yeah. It's very confusing. Like I was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very confusing. I think it's I think it's still a prequel to uh, 21 Jump Street. Oh. And he's actually working for the feds. Yes. You know, trying to keep an eye on all the kids doing the drug deals and shit. That's right. It wasn't so subtle. They had to, uh, they had to, you know, do a little uh, polishing to their uh, methods. There, you have to, you have to read into it. That's the problem with a lot of these movies. You have to read into them and make up ideas for yourself. That's that's right. 
That's right. Uh, every plot, every movie that you haven't seen, if you're not thinking in your head the entire time some other thing that could be going on to make everything happen, then, then are you really a person? You're probably a reptile. Okay. Listen, the Greg heads are not reptiles. We don't we don't talk shit about it's, the Greg heads. Greg. It's a pretty bold statement to make. They're not reptiles. All right, man. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right. All right um... Anything you want to talk about before we get into this list? Oh, anything I want to talk about. You know, you know. today I had some popcorn. I went to a ambiguous restaurant. You went to, to the 99. Unnamed. I went to 99, and they uh, gave, uh, you know, popcorn, which is like their version of, say, rolls or breadsticks or like uh, or whatever. Bread. other Or yeah. chips. Chips, that was the other thing that restaurants sometimes do. So, like, it chips, was chips, really chips. good. And I got thinking, um, when you go to the movie theater and you get a bunch of uh, butter on your popcorn... Uh, you hope it's butter. <laughs> yes. Well, I used to think that I loved the butter taste, but no. Like, like I'm going to call butter out. I don't think butter tastes like much of anything, and it's just salt that tastes really good. Yeah, we fucking love salt. Over at the regular show. That's right. You know, you won't catch me eating a stick of butter, uh, as many of Unless us folks do. Unless it's salted. Unless, <laughs> exactly. We're on the same page. It's like we're a brother and sister or something. Yeah, only if you get to be the brother. <laughs> You're welcome, Emmy. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, um, I don't know. I found, uh, found a penny on the ground today. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know, I found... My luck's changing. I found a dime on the ground the other day, but it was like tails up, and I'm like the least spiritual man on earth, but, you know, I went right ahead, and I put it somewhere else. I didn't even need to pick it up, but I placed it somewhere else so that, like, not even another person could find it. Find a penny, pick Uh, it up all day long, you'll get fucked up. Oh gosh, that just went in one ear and out the other. You spitting some bars. I know. Out I'm, here. I'm like LL Cool J, but not. So, um, you what's know, your favorite magic trick? Uh, my favorite magic trick. Uh, okay. So in kindergarten, kindergarten, not den. I forgot how it's spelled. I'm probably incorrect. But, uh, but the Germans know. The Germans <laughs> make great stuff. Said the Sham Wow guy. Yeah, you know, Schmingerflarben, that grade. I, um, there's a, a one kid did a trick where he stuffed a cloth into his hand, and then he opened his hand and it was gone. What and the I, like, fuck? stared at him, and I was like, there's no way this happened. I'm the least spiritual kid on earth. And so I said in front of all the kids, oh, no way, you got a thing on your thumb, you just stuffed it into the thumb attachment thing that looks like a part of your hand, and, you, like, magic didn't happen. And, and you know, he had every right to punch me in the face, uh, and to this day, we're actually really good friends on account of five-year-olds not being able to remember what happened the day before, no matter what. You know, he's gonna listen to this, and he's gonna kick your fucking ass. Uh, you know, I didn't name names. He Colby. knows who he is. Uh... <laughs> you know, my favorite magic trick is when somebody says they're going to message you or call you and then uh, they they disappear forever. 
You know, I, I love when magic acts mix comedy into their routine, and uh, so it sounds like you're speaking about some true professionals, Greg. I respect their act. You know, you gotta you gotta have some love for it. <laughs> yeah, there was love. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's let's start this list because you know I feel like we can we can go on long ass tangent on some of these songs. Yes, long ass. I like that grouping of words. I'm just going to go on a tangent about long ass for 40 minutes and then we'll right. run out of time and we'll only have like five minutes to talk about music. That'll be fine, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Give the people what they want. 1996, top 10. That's right. 1996, 9. But first, oh. honorable mentions. Ooh. What are your honorable mentions? My honorable mentions. I'm gonna go right out the gate with a weird one that, like, I'm like certain nobody's heard of. And if you've heard it, you know, approach me on the street and say, "Hey, I've heard it." And like, I'll give you all my money. Uh, no, which you I won't. only say because some days I think I have a lot of money, uh, but I don't. But now it makes sense. So, so anyway, uh, you're uh, asking song, to get mugged, kid. <laughs> the song called Nologax, like N L O G A X, by Boards of Canada, and and they're this electronic group who just makes music that sounds really sad and it makes you really sad and stuff and so anyway it's like the one kind of danceable song by them it's just pretty much <laughs> and stuff and then it just has some kind of weird blah, blah 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 stuff toward the end of it that like for whatever reason a dancey song almost gets you sad so applause to that and like listen to it if you're a crazy person okay uh, oh, oh wait, do I do all my honorable mentions at yeah, this very yeah, moment yeah. first? Yeah, just go through them and I'll blow through mine. Okay, and then uh, my second one, uh, Naked Eye by Luscious Jackson. Yeah, um, I turned you on to that one. You, you you did you did turn me on. You do uh, <laughs> pretty often, sis. Um, whoa. Uh, whoa uh, okay, yeah, we're in New York. It's uh, it's not customary. Okay, um, and it's, uh, you know, you know, it's good. It's good. It reminds me of... Um, riding on a highway at night. It's a good, fast, you know, I wouldn't remotely call it punky, but there was something that had to do with that genre that, like, led to the butterfly effect and made this uh, song's vibe happen. You know what I'm saying? One of those weird connections. So it's it's good stuff. Oh, and any, okay, so next song, uh, Super Bon Bon by Soul Coughing. You know, that reminds me of uh, Shake Your Bond Bond by Ricky Mart. Uh, you know, in all due respect to Shake Your Bond Bond, but given the title of, of Super Bond Bond, I'm led to believe it's the superior of the two Bond Bonds. I don't know, man. Ricky Martin says the phrase, come on, I want to lay ya, in the song. And that's pretty good. <laughs> you speak in Hawaiian there. Uh, well, in this song, a guy says, move aside and let the man go through. And I just imagine, like, a walking mango being let in the door. Like, mangoes first. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> like, they're ladies first. Uh, if you're on drugs, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and then, uh, another another honorable mention, Pony by Genuine. Yeah. Um, it's got... Freaking what do you the... think the pony is? What do you think he means when he's talking about riding a pony? Well... You know, he asked for a pony when he was a kid. As you do. And 
he's singing he wrote the song when he was a kid and his parents were really nice to him and uh he's just being nice to his friends offering him to ride as a pony while a bunch of burp sounds go you know the song sounds in the song as you do Um, when you're a child you invite your friends to ride your pony like yeah that you own right (laughs) uh speaking of sexy songs um my last honorable mention uh, I believe I can fly by R. Kelly. Now, now R. Kelly, he he's a sore subject. He's you know I don't condone literally anything he's done in his personal life. Even like if he just made a sandwich one day, it was probably like an evil fashion. It's, it's probably a shit sandwich. But anyways, <laughs> um, you know, and and it's okay if you don't even like. I believe I can fly, but but you. You know, whoever whoever you be um, listening to this podcast out there, I hope that you share the sentiment uh, with me uh, in the following that I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. You know what's great about I Believe I Can Fly? (laughs) Other than the fact that it was featured on the Space Jam soundtrack. Shout out to all the people that love the uh, film Space Jam because that's everybody. Everybody fucking loves that movie. 1996. Yeah. Um, at the end of I Believe I Can Fly, what does he do, Ben? He goes, ah, 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 for, for like 10 minutes. Well, okay, more like 10 seconds, but that's still really long. I feel like he does it twice or so in the song. And it, like, I mean, any song that's trying to be emotional, if you just throw s- sounds that actually sound like what a man would scream if he was flying. <laughs> Then, then it would probably gotta... sound more like this. Holy shit, I'm flying. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, okay, but 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 anyway, yeah. What are what are your honorables? You know, it's funny you ask that. Um, there's the song Space Jam by Quad City DJs from the film Space Jam. Um, you know what's great about that song is everybody knows. That the stars of uh, Space Jam are Michael Jordan, basketball player Michael Jordan, and the Looney Tunes cartoon characters. And I, what I think happened is when, when the executives uh, went to the Quad City DJs, they said, Hey, we need you to write a theme song for this film. And the Quad City DJs are like, Oh, what's it called? They're like, Oh, it's uh, Space Jam. And then the Quad City DJs are like, Say no more. You don't want to know what it's about? Nope. Because if you if you know the song like I do, the words are basically just come on and slam and welcome to the jam and everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We're going to take you into overtime. Welcome to the Space Jam. It's your chance to do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. That's right. They they make subtle hints uh, that that they they assumed it had something to do with basketball. So so good on them, but literally nothing else to do with with the movie, in the song. Like I just, it's so strange. Cause you would think, yeah, they would do a bit on Michael Jordan, Bugs Bunny. One's a basketball player. One's funny. Here's you know something. I don't. Know. I'm not. I'm not that good at rapping, but. Uh, You'd think they would be able to do something, something more with with what they were given. 
That's right. You, you hear, uh, there, like, I heard word on the street, maybe it's wrong, there's going to be some other Space Jam movie or whatever. Yeah, with where, LeBron. That's right, LeBron is going to play Michael Jordan, right? No, no, oh. no, he's playing oh. the LeBron. He's going to play Bugs Bunny? No, no he's, he's playing himself. Is, oh, oh, okay, okay. So now it's LeBron based James, in reality of some... The king. Oh, Come oh, on, the best oh, okay. basketball player in the last, like, Ten years. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. Jesus, go watch a TV or something. <laughs> um, it's okay. I know basketball guys. Half of the stuff that comes out of my mouth is ironic, and the other half is vomit. Yeah, you All think right. that Bill Murray's a basketball player? Come on. <laughs> hey, he could shoot some hoops better than me when I'm sleeping. All right. All right. Yeah. How we? Uh... All right. Um, killing me softly. The Fugees. Because you know what I love? I love uh, the one time, every time he says one time, Wyclef. And uh, Lauren Hill's great. Um, Check out her Unplugged album if you get the chance. It's interesting. Uh, Check out the live performances where she doesn't show up. So like half of them. Ouch. Um, I, Ouch. Oh, I know, I know. Throwing some shade. That's right. Come at me, Lauren Hill. And but then, apparently, course... when she does perform live, it's actually really good. So, you know what? I respect the unstableness. Uh, anyway. Um, uh, we like to call it uh, spontaneous. But, um, oh, that's right. Unstableness isn't a word. Instability. There it is. No, no. I was talking about I'm the spontaneity you know, the surprise, oh. is she going to be there, is she not going to oh. be there? Oh, yeah. Actually, that probably is more the word that I meant to mm-hmm. say for the censors. But more so than Wyclef, more so than Lauren Hill, I love Proz, and here's why. <laughs> Ghetto Superstar. Um, now, now, Ghetto Superstar. All right, so it... That is the... what you are, coming from afar, reaching for the stars. It's Come just styling in the street. Anything, it's better than Islands in the Stream. Anything Diddy does, Diddy's involved in that, right? He, I don't know. No, I don't think so. No, he's gotta be. I don't think so. He's the guy that directly takes every song and just puts rap words over yeah, the so song. Yeah, so does every does other rap artist. Nothing what the fuck so are you talking to. about? Why are you just well, assuming that Diddy's involved with this song? I, for, I thought for sure. I don't know. Maybe it's just every other song that's bad. Um, But, <laughs> like... The first three seconds of it start, and then I think it's going to Yeah, be... no, Wyclef produced it, you ah, dick. Ah, shit. Uh, I don't know. I just wanted a platform to say, come at me, Diddy. Do well, you know anyway, that the Bee Gees the... wrote Islands in the Stream? Really? Yeah, isn't that nuts? You know, next you're going to tell me that's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> eh, it's okay. not. Okay. Ghetto Superstar is much better. Oh, well, well, Give it a listen, mean, folks. Been... If you haven't heard it before, it's a treat. It's yeah. an audio treat. You're going to have a great time for the first three seconds, and then, uh, yeah, hey. and then you'll see how it goes. All right. Uh, it's a good fucking song. More the... <laughs> um, if it makes you happy, Sheryl Crow. Yes. Come on. Now, I was tempted to put something by Cheryl Crow on my honorable mentions, like uh, "Every Day Is a Winding Road," because I we like get a that little bit song. closer. But but then I remembered something about it is very loud, and and as much as I like loud things, it's it's like an uninvited kind of loud. But it is. He's good. got a daughter. He calls it Easter. 
She was born on a Tuesday night. Right. Okay. So like the verses sound kind of quiet, and then the chorus, <gasps> you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But if it makes you happy, it's such a good fucking song from beginning to end. I mean, that's like one of the perfect uh, alt rock pop songs of the '90s. Yes. It sounds just like "Daughter" by Pearl Jam. At least the when beginning it starts out. dies. Right, it, it makes me but, think of it. Right, but, but the rest of the song, luckily, it doesn't uh, copy like horrible or anything. It's a very good song. I, there are songs that I like, folks. Um, <laughs> I love you always, forever, Donna Lewis. Yes, that sounds no. older than it I is. I love you always, forever. You are my <laughs> <laughs> okay so anyways for the next hour yeah oh man but you know uh, all jokes aside that is a great fucking song that woman you know you talk about cindy lopper sounding like an old woman baby that woman sounds like an old woman baby yes but it's just absolutely it's like ethereal i i fucking love it I did not know that it was made in 1996. I still don't think it was. It was it made was. in 1989. No. And the government just told us, wait for it. You'll, uh, you'll be happy we made you wait for it. That's not the way it works, pal. But that song, yeah. Fuck, man. That was on the radio all the time. That was like one of the biggest songs of the year. If it wasn't the biggest, it was one of the biggest. Yes. And uh, holy shit balls, man. Every fucking day. I love you always forever. <laughs> well, now you're presenting it like it was hauntingly annoying. No, no, no. I love it. <laughs> to a lot of people, it was, though. I'm sure a lot of people fucking hate that song. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, um, Cable Guy came out in 96. Great oh, movie. That's right. That's Great right. fucking movie. And I'll talk about it in a moment because uh, one of my songs uh, was featured in the film. But uh, my last... My last honorable mention of 1996 is a very special one that I've been thinking about a lot lately, and Brendan never noticed until I showed him the other day. It's it's a little ditty by the Backstreet Boys, you know the Backstreet Boys from from the 90s. It's a little song by his band. Uh, you might not know the the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, and Does that uh, sound familiar? it's called "I'll Never Break Your Heart." Now you're like, Greg, why is this song so significant? It's just like any other Backstreet Boys song, but it's not. You see, four minutes and 12 seconds into the song. Precisely. They're all doing their harmony and, you know, riffing it. And all of a sudden you hear, whatever the fuck the guy's singing. And it is the greatest two seconds in music history. I implore you, folks. After you listen to this, or pause it, and then come back to the us, I Will Never Break Your Heart, the Backstreet Boys, go to 4 minutes and 12 seconds, and tell me what the fuck he's saying, because I can't, I can't make it out. You know, I have such a hatred for scatting, but the degree that to which I hate it makes me love it if it's just thrown for a second into a song like that. Like, they are, they made the perfect song only because of that one element. But it's just so fucking random, and like it's great. Don't get me wrong; <laughs> this is the best part of the damn song. But holy shit, oh. <laughs> it is so good. And I, and I've been sleeping on that for the last twenty years. He's like sing, you know, and I'm like, what the fuck is Jack Black? Did Jack Black crash the studio? 
That's right. He he became possessed by the scat man for a second. That's what we all whoa. want sometimes. We don't talk about the scat man. Whoa, whoa, this buddy. is nineteen ninety six. Yeah, man, it's gonna be nine 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 four, man. He, he was he was like seventy at yeah, the I, time. I, you know? What what other man in in his like late fifties or like or early sixties some th- then becomes famous? You know, that's scat man John guys. Old go, man. Go go get hell. Have a little. Go go think about Scat Man. No, Scat Man. John has one good song. The rest of it is a bunch of bullshit. Whoa, he has yeah. one and a half. Good no, songs. no, thank you very much. Because of the beat up all that, but about beat up, beat up. It's not a song. It's not a good song. But it's got his name in it. Okay, okay, okay. Let's get back. We can't talk about Scat Man all day. Yeah, nobody wants to hear about the Scat Man. That's right. I didn't bring him up. Fuck the Scat Man. Okay, rest in peace. He. All right, Brittany. Top okay. 10. Number 10. Number 10 for me. Me, the word me is in the song. Hootie and the Blowfish, Old Man and Me. Yeah. Um, and When I get to heaven, in parentheses. Yes, yes. Now, like, the Hootie and the Blowfish, now, you know, they're not solo Mr. Darius Trucker, but uh, it's, like, still pretty much country music. And I have usually something against country music, but, but it's really... Good. It sounds exactly like like okay. Now it's on their second album, which was horrible. Fair Weather Johnson. It was very uh, not liked, but you know, and everything on their first album was like really liked. Now it sounds exactly like it came right from the first album <laughs> yeah. because it was scrapped from it. It's like an extended so, LP or something. So it was like just the thing that wasn't good enough to make it. But just because it hasn't been worn out on me like all of their other stuff, which I do have the love for. Um, I, uh, I put it on there. It's a great song. And it's I, probably the only good song off that album. I, I never even heard it until like a year or two ago. And, and again, I declare it my favorite. Like, y'all, y'all, you know, go out and give it a listen. Cause like, if I haven't heard it and all I think about 24 seven is music and tomatoes and shit, like, like, you know, y'all, y'all could probably use a little old man and me in your life. I don't know, man. I think that, uh. You know, let her cry. Time, only want to be with you. Hold my hand. Those, those are better songs. You know, than I, old man and me. I got the love for hold my hand. You know, the first couple of seconds it starts, and then you think it's drift away by Dobie Gray, and no. then you realize it's not, and then you get happy. I never thought that. You don't think the isn't gonna turn into. But what I love is when uh, when they had the duet with Elmo from Sesame Street, (laughs) and it was about crossing the street. That was a good song. That's right. So, anyways, Old Man and Me. That's your number ten. Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. So my number ten is um, this 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 little song you might have heard of it, "Love Fool" by the Cardigans. Yeah. You know, dear, I fear we're facing a problem. You love me no longer. I know. (laughs) Oh gosh, I I don't know the words to it. Well, apart from the chorus, of course. Love me, love me, say that you love me. It's um, like the most uh, eh song ever. Like if, a if that's a way to describe song. a song. It is a great fucking song. And um, fans of The Office will remember uh, the scene where Jim and Andy are singing Love Fool. And it's uh, irritating the shit out of... Um, Rashida Jones's character. Uh, shit, I can't remember. I didn't her name. watch enough of The Office. 
I mean, I watched like so much of The Office already, but I can't even say I've seen enough to know like most like characters that aren't there for more than a little bit. It's a great show. It's a great fucking show. Everybody knows that. And the people that don't like The Office, that's okay. Everybody you know, is entitled to their opinion, even if it's wrong. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, all right. right. Let's see here. So that's uh, Love Fool. Yeah, I remember that song playing five times a day on the goddamn radio every day as a kid. <laughs> what's, uh, what's your number nine? Uh, my number nine, uh, you like this song. Just kidding. Uh, Pepper by Butthole Surfers. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? <laughs> uh hey hey um it's really easy to sing because there it is not like vocally adventurous whatsoever but it's lyrically adventurous and it's like got the it's got the hip-hop and beats but it's also like i guess what would almost be declared a rock song ish and I mean... Do you think that they're, they surf on a butthole or their penis is a surfboard? What do you, what do you uh, think that's trying to... Yo, that might, that might be it. That might be it. They're talking some about penises. Maybe they're just calling themselves penises that, that dwell on the, the dicks. butt. Any, yeah. Anyway, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a good, you know, I don't mind the sun sometimes. The image it shows, you know, it's got the, it's got the cool sounds in there. It's got the foreign sounds. So anyway, yeah, that's, you that's know, my. Pepper was the name of Al Snow's dog. Oh, wrestling. Yeah, yeah wrestling. We're talking about wrestling. And then uh, the big boss man uh, killed the dog and he fed it to Al Snow. And he, he was like, yeah, you want some steak? You want some pepper steak? And Allison was like, oh, this is good. What is this? And he's like, it's your fucking dog. <laughs> and then they wrestled in a friggin' shitty-ass match where the, a bunch of dogs were, like, taking a shit in the ring. Uh, sometimes wrestling is weird, folks, but, but that's that's a whole other thing. Yeah. That's right. Um, um, so, yeah, Pepper by the Butthole Series, number nine, huh? Oh, yeah. You know, and that's another one that I only heard, like, in the last year or so. You know, you know, shout out to Spotify Premium. I can just, like, find whatever I want ever. I can just listen to anything without and, a commercial. And and you have to listen to commercials, Greg, and I don't. And and that's, like, literally all that I have to say about it. I just have to rub it in your face. I mean, I wouldn't even like it so much if you had it because I wouldn't have anything to brag about. So, but, but, but anyway, yeah, yeah. What is your number nine? Um, I'm glad you asked. It's standing outside a broken phone booth with money in my hand. You know, that's a good one. It's a good uh, one. by the Primitive Radio Gods. And speaking of Cable Guy, this song is in Cable Guy. It uh, it appears for a brief moment when uh, they're like making out on the couch or watching TV or something. I can't remember, but it's it's great. Matt uh, Matthew Broderick and um, Leslie Mann there. <laughs> Matthew Broderick and Jim Carrey are making out. Yeah, that. yeah. Matthew Broderick and Jim Carrey. They're Very out versatile out. actor. Um, but uh, uh, it's a great fucking song. You know, it starts out with like the coins being put in the uh, payphone. You remember what those things are, kids? Payphones. Yeah, you've never heard of the Ooh. concept of payphones or typewriters. Oh, God, and, I'm getting old, man. And, and jacks. But anyways. Uh, um, so this song used to scare the fuck out of me as a kid because it just sounded very spooky. 
Uh, yeah, I would just say it sounded a spooky amount of sad to me as a yeah. kid. There, you know, you know, I'll make my commentary on it later on because spoiler, guys, spoiler, it shows up later in my list because because I, I got a little bit more love for it than number uh, nine. Number nine, um, but if there's one song on this list that you're like curious about, that you're like, oh, I gotta see what the fuck he's talking about, it's this one. Listen to "Standing Outside a Broken Phone Booth with Money in My Hand." And you'll either really appreciate it or you'll think it's weird as fuck. Either way, it's it's a great song. It's, oh, yeah. You know, then, dare I say life-changing. Yo, it is, it, gosh, diggity darn it, there's some life-changing bops on this list. You, rumor y'all. has it, Bill Gates was uh, listening to this when he came up with Microsoft. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. When he came up with the computer. Yeah. You know, back in the 80s when we were in our garage and it was... If you've seen Nathan For You, you'll get the reference. Uh, If you haven't seen Nathan For You, go watch it. It's on Hulu. It's fucking hilarious. Shout out to Nathan For You. Um, All right. right. Number eight. Number eight. What's your number eight? Now here's one I'm like a hundred percent sure you haven't heard heard of. Like you specifically, Greg. You know I'm sure y'all folks maybe out there uh, from. Uh, okay, uh, it's called Born Slippy uh, slash or in parentheses Nux. Now the Born slash in parentheses whatever. That's not part of it. It's just Born Slippy Nux by Underworld, and it's another one of those weird. Uh, dance bops um and it's like 11 minutes long and the first four minutes of it is a bunch of words a bunch of like fast you know saying a bunch of words cinnamon, and like vitamin, the, vitamin. the word boy is said in it like you know 50 times and then the guy shouts lager lager and then like you'd think it'd be about drinking and stuff and it's like what you'd play at a rave and like it's about drugs and stuff but apparently it's not supposed to be about drugs and uh, um, so it's funny because it, uh, I don't know. I, I like when people's music is misunder like misinterpreted, but also popular at the same time. So the people who make it can't be like upset because like, ah, dang, you don't know what it's about, but ah, you gave me a bunch of money. So, oh, oh, well. But anyway, yeah, like then the last seven minutes is just in stuff, but like a little more complex. So like. So like it's it's just it's for all it's for everybody and that's really. good huh that's good that, music that is um, good uh, music and and like yeah I, I'd recommend it. if again if you're a crazy person if you you know like having if you want to be in a rave for eleven minutes you know listen take to that some song. ecstasy there you go that's problem right. solved <laughs> don't take ecstasy kids don't well do don't take that much guys. Take, you know, drugs are bad. Like, get some some scissors and cut up your your ecstasy, you know, into like tents, and then and then enjoy it yeah, over just, a couple. Just of weeks. eat some pudding. Just eat some chocolate pudding. It'll give you the same exact effect. Everybody loves pudding. Smoke no more than six packs of cigarettes a day, guys. Trust me Whoa. on that one. Whoa! Don't want to push it too. We much. don't like smokers. Smokers are jokers. Remember, that's what they used to tell us in school. You know what? If that was literally all that they said to me in school, then then I would. Well, I mean, I still never. I've never smoked a cigarette. Proud of you, pal. You want a fucking and, cookie? 
And I guess it was because I knew, I guess it was because I knew that I would heard the phrase "smokers are jokers" uh, in my lifetime. Like that's all it takes for me. Okay, I, mean, I, I love a good compliment here and there, but I don't want to, you know, don't be known be, as a I'm comedian sure. from smoking. That's right. And if instead of being called a comedian, someone calls you a joker, then then you've really you know gone downhill. Yeah, right. the joker. You are like the at film rock joker. Bottom. Oh, you, know, you oh. don't want to be dancing on a staircase, winning I, Oscars and all that shit. I forgot that was even a thing. I mean, I guess that kind of does go hand in hand with whatever mean stuff I just said to all you folks who get called jokers. Sorry about that. <laughs> don't come after him, please. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, number eight, Desperately Wanting by Better Than Ezra. That's right. Whoever the fuck Ezra is, they're better than Ezra. <laughs> Um, it's a great song about running through the wet grass, falling a step behind. Uh, I don't know, it's just, you know, it's a classic 90s uh, alt-rock song. If you don't know what better than Ezra is, uh, look them out. Check them out. Look them up. They're, they're great. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're fucking great. Sounded like you were just singing Rawhide there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Right. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, okay, so that, I'm gonna go right ahead, that was my number seven, was Desperately Wanting by Better Than Ever. Yeah. And, and gang, you know, if you haven't heard that song and you just hear Greg and I having some matching songs on here, like, you know, then that means you should, should super go give him a listen. Super go give him a listen. Like, that's the, you know, if this were like a video, uh, podcast, we would put a graphic on the screen that was like its own special thing that says super recommendation yeah with the fucking yellow uh, star looking shit on the outside you know yes and it would like linger there during the duration of us talking about but for the rest of the video because i wouldn't know how to take it off but (laughs) yes uh and we talk about it so little that you forget what song it's about uh because i don't really have much to say about other than what you did it's Hmm. just plain very good well, I mean, I, re- I recommend everybody uh, listening right now listens to all of these songs on the list, except for maybe your shit, but... <laughs> um, yeah, no. Especially the Backstreet Boys, I'll Never Break Your Heart. Four minutes and 12 seconds, just just listen to it. Oh, yeah. Go to the four minute, 12 second mark, yeah, because... <laughs> we cannot stress this enough. It, that's the one life-changing thing on this list. That, Say, like, we can guarantee no matter who you are. Ah, it's so good. So, good. Oh, yeah. so yeah, uh, do you have anything to add about desperately wanting? I uh, you know other than us desperately you know, wanting the audience to listen to the song. I you know it's it's nineteen ninety six. Um, you know, get your fix, get your kicks. Um, big dicks. All right, that's all I gotta say about like wow. so, so far over there. So what's your number seven? Since that was my number seven. Um, Sixth Avenue Heartache by the Wallflowers. Mm. You know, mm. you know the song, the, the really good song that you love so much. I, you know, well, hey, I got the love for the song. It just sounds like other songs. It sounds like Out of My Head by Fastball, which, it, which is a quit like a 
it's a shorter song. You know, it's it's to the point. I know they're like, you know, songs don't base themselves off of the other songs and that it's like, oh, well, th this one did itself like more efficiently. No, no, no. But it's just, I, I guess that because there's other things I know that sound like it, it just takes it takes the B seat. But but I, I appreciate it. It's not as good as like their other song from that year that's on my list. Oh, spoiler. From the album Bringing Down the Horse. What a great fucking name for an album. Oh, with a name that good, I you know what? Okay, I love that song. How about it? Yeah, it's a great, great song. You know, it's a Sixth Avenue heartache. Same black line that was drawn on you was drawn on me. Now it's drawn on me. And it's like, I fucking love it. It's yeah. just, I don't know. I, I can't right. stress this enough. These songs are great songs. And you know, if you guys have songs that you were like, oh, you missed this song, you piece of shit. Yeah, let us know. You know what? It sounds, it sounds like it would be a John Mayer song. Yeah, know? I'd love to listen to a John Mayer cover of that. It's got the bluesy guitarage going on. I gotta find a guest who wants it. to do a top ten John Mayer songs. You know, I mean, logically that would be me, but but I want to talk about other things. <laughs> uh, I got the love for John Mayer, but but you gotta be able to roast what you love. I love you know? John Mayer. Ha 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 ha. That's John Mayer. You know who else that is? That's also Dave Matthews. <laughs> They're the same guy. You know, who else is Jack Johnson? Okay. <laughs> That's the three guys, you know, the the father, the father, and the father. They're all dads, daddies. That's what I meant. Okay, okay. All right. All right. What are you talking about? Number what six. am I talking about? I'm talking about my number six. Uh, speaking of Space Jam, which we just said like right now. Everybody um, get up. It's time to slam down. Um, so actually not that one, but come on and ride it. The Train by Quad City DJs, oh, which yeah. is like literally the same exact energy as uh, Space Jam. Now it's just seven minutes of come on ride day train. Mm -hmm. Hey, ride, ride it. it. Woo, woo. Come on ride it. And just that. And then, you know, in... Just Land a bunch man, of like, oh no, that's Space Jam. <laughs> well, just a bunch of rapping that is like probably a lot of innuendos. Which now that I think about it, maybe there's some stuff. Uh, Space Jam. You think he's talking about his dick? The train is uh, his dick. The train is his dick. He's saying it's that big. Okay. Hey man, you know some people want to ride the dick train. I don't um, know. Um, hey, how big's your dick? Train sized. Okay, okay, but um, oh, and like my favorite thing about the song, apart from that, um, is that at one point he screams, "I can smell the tranquil breezes from a mile away," which is supposed to be like, I mean, tranquil. He says the word tranquil, but he's screaming. That's that's pretty much it. <laughs> I like the part where they say, "I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can," because it's a reference to the little engine that could. One of the most inspiring stories of all time. Oh, oh, and another thing he says like Michelle, Tamika, Antonia wanna ride this train. Nya, nya, nya. He goes like nya, 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 right yeah, after sure. he says that, and it is funny as hell. Well, you know, they probably all could ride the train at the same time if his dick is as large as a train. <laughs> yes, three trains. You know, that's got to be such an inconvenient life. Imagine having a dick the size of a train, having to like live at a train station where like the rest of your body is proportionate, but it's just your dick is a train. Now, this goes back to that whole, would you, what would you rather have, a dick hand or a hand dick? Yeah, it's, uh, 
Would you rather have a dick train or a normal dick? I think everybody would rather have a normal dick. And I just said the word dick about ten times in the last twenty words. You know, let's talk about more appropriate stuff. Uh, trains for hands. Okay, uh, number five. What's your number five? Well, pal, you skipped my number six. Oh, no. Oh, that's because your number six doesn't matter. Unless I like it. Well, it better because it's Crash Into Me by Dave Matthews Band. Whoa, I like that song. What? Yeah, it's a, it's a magic, pal. You know, um, you've got your ball, you've got your chain. It's I don't know what it's about. I think he's like singing to a knight from the medieval times. Maybe. You know, like, I don't fucking know. No, he, he wrote it like from the perspective of some fucking peeping Tom looking through this chick's window or whatever, and like living out this sexual fantasy of like, whatever. And it's, I, it's weird. It's, it's a fucking weird song. Don't get me wrong. It's like in the vein of uh, every breath you take or That's right. And, shit and like Dave that. Matthews has been like direct about it. Like, like he's like, yeah, no guys, this is me being creepy. Sorry. But, but you know, just, just for one song, you know, just let me get all the creepy out in one song. And, and we good. And, you know, it just happened to be, like, one of their biggest songs. So it's good a, for him. It's a great song. It's a great fucking song. Best song on the album. But uh, that's just me talking. I don't know. Well, you know, I, I got the love for the album because it opens with so much to say, which the beginning of it and the title of it sound exactly like what would you say. So, yeah, after you hear, like, their first hit, and then you're like, oh, I'm going to see what their second album has. And then it starts and it sounds identical to the one other song, you know. Then, you know, that that just, I'm going to yeah. have a laugh. What would you say is a better song than So Much To Say? But that's neither here nor there. No, I, I agree. What would you say? You know, I'm not a big harmonica man. But Ooh, apart from the say? saxophone solo, it's got the good ass harmonicas. Shout out to Harmonicas. They're an abomination of music, but they can be impressive sometimes. You know, another one of those examples. Impressive stuff sounds horrible. Shout out to uh, Jason Derulo and Imogene Heap. Mm. Listen to their What You Say songs. Those are great fucking songs. And then Yo, watch there, the uh, digital short. Is there literally anything to do with a harmonica in any of that? Because I, I just know. remembered, like, wait, where, how did that pop into yeah. your head? <laughs> For a song called Piano Man, the guy with the fucking harmonica wouldn't shut up. <laughs> I love uh, that. Love that meme. Oh yeah. But um, yeah, crash into me, Dave Matthews band. What's what's your number five? What's my number five? Top five. Oh, uh, ooh, ooh, this one. You know, I'm predicting. I'm I'm assuming it's later on your list. So I won't say too much about. But uh, back to good. Back number two. Good by back Matchbox Twenty. Yeah. Uh, you know, by by the old the old Rob Thomas band, Rob Thomas and Friends. Um. What's your take on it? My take on it, you know, it's got those masterpiece-ish qualities because, you know, it's got the musical payoff because the intensity grows throughout the song. Like, it's a chill, quiet, you know, down song. Uh, you know, the... And, you know, and, yeah. and all the... It's it's chill. And then he's just screaming, Everyone here is wondering what it's like to be with somebody. Yeah. And, you know, I, and you it's, know it's good when Rob Thomas is passionately saying the word lack. He says lack in all of his songs. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's good. good. It's the good shit. But, yeah, do you have anything to say about it uh, before I talk about it? 
that's what the music Alex sounds like, by right. the way, guys. That's cool. the noises I just made. Yeah, um, yeah. Brennan could work at a factory and he would think he was at a fucking concert. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. The machines don't make the noises I do. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I just, you know, I don't know. If a song sounds like it's more than one song's more than one song i'm awake oh i said it again um but it doesn't at the same time like it like it makes sense then i i'm i'm digging it you know musical payoff growing in intensity that's that's what i can say about it you know all the all the matchbox 20 stuff y'all gotta give it a listen show it some love folks and, uh, you know gets uh, swept under the rug sometimes you know yeah yourself or someone like you best matchbox 20 album you yeah i said it Mad Season's great too, but yeah, I like I like yourself, someone like you more. Yeah. I like more songs off that album. Um, okay, number five, it's all coming back to me now. Celine Dion, you've heard me talk about it before. You're gonna hear me talk about it again. Um, just what a fucking masterpiece of a song. Jim Steinman uh, produced it. Um, the guy who yes, works with Meatloaf, right. then Meatloaf covered it. John Steinbeck, the guy who wrote, wrote the... Grapes of Wrath and Of Mice and Men. Oh, yeah. You know, I always wanted to get rabbits, but then when I saw that uh, Lenny got shot, when I was I, like, I don't want rabbits anymore. When when I saw how, how easy it was to kill uh, rabbits when when you're uh, when you're packing hands, you know. Okay, pal. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're not going there. <laughs> packing train-sized hands. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Um, you know, she's just Celine Dion. What more can I say? She's, she's one of the best. She's, she's fucking powerful, man. Like her voice could kick your ass. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Like, yeah, she just, she knows, she knows what's what's up. You, You know, yeah, I, I, at first I thought I liked the meatloaf version more, but then I didn't. Um, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, then there's that extra verse in her long version, in the album version, That's, about the empty threats and hollow lies and all that shit. The, I'll tell you. You know, and, and one could argue, one one could propose the idea she she has more vocal range than Meatloaf. Whoa! It's a, just speculation. Well, speculation. You know, yeah. it hasn't been confirmed. The scientists are working on it. <laughs> yeah, the old Celine Dion Meatloaf debacle of 2020, eh? I'm sure there's more pressing issues right now. But, uh, no, no. Okay. Um, number four. What's number four, Brendan? Number four uh, is "Tripping on a Hole in a Paper Heart" by Stone Temple Pilots, and it's a fast-paced song. It's nice and intense. Uh, the singing is not super easy on the ears. In fact, it's silly. But oh, I like but, the screaming part. Yes, it's got some passion. As far as a guy who sounds like eh goes, he's projecting. Hey, am and, I am I that I'm but, not myself. But something like okay, fast-paced hard rock. If it can somewhat rhythmically sound groovy, like I feel like this is doing it. Uh, and the guitar solo in this song. Now, I place it up in my top couple of favorite guitar solos. Not because it's so impressive or anything. My, most of my favorite guitar solos are not impressive. But all What's the stuff your favorite guitar going solo? on around it. Ah, oh, damn it. Actually, you know, oh, jeez. I, 
Uh, well, I would go ahead and say cult of personality. I knew you would. But only because it's a gigantic mess. I knew you But would. then it sort of sounds structured toward the end of it. So it's like, okay, well, so the guy isn't just fucking around. But, like, also maybe. So I like the, I like that it makes you think about that. But also, um... My favorite is, uh, the darkness, uh, I believe in a thing called love, because he says, guitar! Yes, that is a good sound. But... Uh, oh, and another one of my favorites is in Southside by Moby. And again, not one of the most impressive things ever, but the dang rhythm and percussion stuff going on around it makes it the grooviest stuff ever. Y'all gotta listen to these yes, everybody Listen to the music of Moby. That's right. Moby Dick. That's right. You know, music I said of it Moby. again. Don't I probably said that word probably 20, 30 times now. Dick. Ah, yeah. dick, dick, dick. All right. Right. <laughs> we, we love saying the word dick at the regular show. Oh, uh, that's right. You know, you want to put a smile on your face, say dick. Yep. All right. Number four. That was number four, huh? That was number four. Quick song. You know, qu- quick talk about a quick song. It's yes. like less than three minutes or something like that. You know, this one's going to be very relevant because it's called Barely Breathing, and that's what I can do right now because I have allergies. Yes. But uh, barely breathing, Duncan Sheik. It's got that little build up at the beginning, you know, with the guitar. And you're like, oh, what's going on? And then he's just like, scoop a doop, pop a doop, pop. Right. You know, everything goes silent. He's like, I know what you're doing. And that, like, when everything goes silent and then a guy says that right in your ears, you know, you're going to pay attention. That, that That's yeah. the best, the nicest thing I can say See about it. See it all book. too clear. But I do love the song. I only taste the saline when I kiss away your tears. So is he like licking the woman's eyes or what's going on in this fucking song? I don't know. I don't know him personally, but you know, it's a great fucking song. Cause I'm barely breathing. I can't find the air. Don't know who I'm kidding. Imagining you care. Shimona, you know, great fucking song. Yeah. It's just, it's chill. It's like, like one of the most relaxed songs of all time. It's like, what would you would you call it? Would you call it rock? Would you call it what? You know, would you call you just call it it's pop? Like poppy. You know, but it's, it's like it's poppy. Like, it's like you know, all, alternative pop. pop. You know, I was just talking. Who? Somebody I was talking to the other day. Your girlfriend. About, you know your what? Girlfriend. You guys. I, Everybody, friends got a girlfriend. Oh gosh, you know. When I listen to this 90 years from now, am I going to be able to say that? You know, we want to be careful what we talk about. Now, right, when you're 111 <laughs> years old, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, well, okay, exactly. I was talking for a bit. Uh, imagine Dragons. You know, they're, they're called hard rock uh, or, or rock. You know, they are hard pop. There it is. Oh, and no, so man. I would call this song by this guy soft pop. Sure. There it is. There it's fucking go. great. It sounds like a cafe. I don't know. That's all I know. That's right. Barely breathing, Duncan Cheek. Look it up. You'll thank me. You know, for the for the instrumental layout of the standard guitar, bass, drum dealio, it is atmospheric. It gets the job done. Yes. I, I, I dig it. Can you dig it, sucker? Shout out to Booker T, friend of the show. <laughs> we we talk about wrestling on here, guys. You know. If, if you don't watch if you don't watch music or listen to wrestling you know what are you even doing all right well they're listening to the regular show that's what they're doing shout uh-huh. out to the greg heads all right uh top three here we are this is where it's getting serious now oh oh shit. shit's going down oh gosh my hands what am i what am i doing with my hands okay uh my number three my number three 
you know, wallflowers, again, uh, one headlight. Sure. Now, I, uh, now that song, for whatever reason, used to scare me as a kid. Uh, but now I'll listen to it now, and it's like, it just sounds exactly like a car commercial, or a truck commercial. Not a car, it's a truck Sure, commercial. well, it's, you know, we can drive it home with one headlight. That's Unfortunately, that's what a lot of idiots do nowadays. And they get pulled over, and, you know. That, that's right, that's right, you know. I just, I like it, the words, you know. It's, yeah. it's, it's cold, it feels like Independence Day. That's, that doesn't make sense, you know, right there, you know. And I like Cinderella. that thought right there. Oh, shit. Yeah, Cinderella. That's how he says it. Now, we, we love the Wallflowers. They're uh, touring with Matchbox 20. Um, and hopefully we get to see them. Because if the, if every concert gets canceled, I'm going to fucking have a nightmare. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, a stroke. I'm going to fucking stroke out. Okay. Okay, so in this song, this song, you know, he, the guy, he goes, hey! You know, be right before the chorus starts each time, and I like something about that. It gives me the good old Tom Jones vibe. Shout out to Tom Jones. We love Um, Tom Jones at the now. I want him to cover it, and like the song ain't like you know. It's another one of those songs where, apart from him yelling "Hey," it's not like vocally ambitious. So I like the idea. It's vocally delicious. That's right. Ain't vocally ambitious, but it's vocally delicious. All right. But I want to see, like, s- somebody cover it and just go to town yelling, hey! and then yeah. singing it like a normal guy right after. Come on, Charlie. All right. We, we he, love Tom he, Jones. He could make it funky. He, uh, he can do anything. Everything needs to be funky. Funky and groovy. Two no. very distinct things, folks. So, All right. Yeah. One Headlight. It's a great song. Great song. Also from the album Bringing Down the Horse. That's right. That's right. Um, number three, The Freshman, The Verve Pipe. One of the saddest fucking songs, but God, if it's not great. Yes. yes. You know, when I was young, I knew everything. She, a punk who rarely ever took advice. Now I'm guilt-stricken, sobbing with my hands on the floor. Stop a baby's breath, initial full of rice. No. It's some poetic shit right there. Yeah, yeah, it's like a song about an abortion, a hot topic. Hot topic, abortion, people don't, you know, people don't like to talk about it. Oh, sad, man. sad shit. Abortion. Shout out to a but no. Okay, whoa, wait, whoa, pal. Okay. Regular show. Man. Oh, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh jeez. Just kidding, guys. I don't, I don't condone listening to this song. No, I'm just kidding. I like the oh, song, folks. I, uh, you know, for this... the life of me, I cannot remember what made us think that we were wise and we'd never compromise. Yeah, Come yeah. on, that's I, those are great that's, lyrics. That, those words sound juicy. Um. Yeah, 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 but like, okay, and it's another one of those great songs where just like back to good, the number two good, uh, musical payoff. It yeah. starts out easy and it progressively gets intense. It makes the good old transition. The guy goes from being quiet to screaming, and that you know, going hey, 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 and it turns grungy for half a right. second, like Creed or some shit. Everybody loves Creed. No. <laughs> That's right. Ken, I don't, I don't Ken would have Creed done a great Creed. impression there. He, you, you would have. Yeah. Well, you know, hopefully we'll see him later on here and we'll remember that Creed exists. We'll, on we'll that see him episode. soon. He'll do the Creed impression on the show when he comes on. It's, it's fucking great. That's right. We'll, we'll make sure that it's 
um, you know what? No matter what time of day it is, you know, screw it. We'll let him scream. We'll let him do what yeah, he sure. needs to. Fuck it. I don't care if it's five in it's, the morning. It's for yeah. the sake of art. That's right. <laughs> uh, number two, Brennan. Number two. Well, here, here's, you know, where I put standing outside a broken phone booth with money in my hand. Ooh, fucking fancy. I know. I, I, you know, it's up my alley because, you know, it's got the hip-hop beats. With the folks. sampling. You know, yeah. Uh, it's good. We love B.B. King. You know, and that... Shit, were you, you know, just playing the recording? I know, right, man? It sounded just like him. Well, it's got the sample, and it's got the hip-hoppy beat to the, like, sad, emotional, atmospheric stuff. And in the middle of the song, no, like, the end of the song, actually, uh, the worst piano, piano solo, solo of all time. time happens in this song. You know, I say the trumpet solo uh, in West End Girls by Pet Shop Boys is the worst trumpet solo of all time, but yeah. I love that song. Uh, and sure. this is the worst piano solo, and I love this song. It just like it sounds like a beginner pianoist. Uh, it sounds not, like that one from like the a... uh, Greener Grass movie we watched. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, go, go watch Greener Grass. It is it's so... on Hulu. It's fucking hilarious. Go watch it. Yes, but you know, yeah, oh, and like almost all the stuff in this song, uh, the you like I can't understand the words the guy says. I haven't listened to it in a long time, so maybe if I listen to it like I don't know again, then then I will understand what he's saying. But you know, halfway through the song, all you hear him yelling, bathe yourself in zebra flesh. What the fuck is he even singing about? He's just it's saying like, a bunch of words. Uh, that uh, Star Wars movie where uh, Luke has to cut into the Tauntaun and so he doesn't die of frostbite. And he he um, penetrated the, the surface. Okay. With his bod. With, <laughs> with his train. Okay, okay. Move. So... But yeah, no, and like, so with a song that's got such a stupid piano solo, such stupid words, and you can't even understand them, why does it get me feeling terrifyingly sad? Because it's the aesthetic. It's the it's, aesthetic. It is some sad boy shit before it was even cool. But listen to the song. Standing outside a broken phone booth with money in my hand. Great fucking song. Yes. All right. My number two, back to good. Get it? Just no. who is in the song? That's Whoa. right, folks. Whoa. We like to be fun around around here at the regular show. <laughs> um, you know, I put back to good as my number six because, like, the year nineteen ninety six. Ninety six. I'll tell you, my future girlfriend's gonna love these jokes, but uh, <laughs> you know, back to good. It's just. It's it's a mood, man. It's a fucking mood. I just I don't even know how to describe it. My dad likes this song, and you know, for him to like modern music, that takes a fucking accomplishment. You know, yes, because most of the time it's like a nice dancey guilty pleasure uh, that he'll like, and it'll be like one song every five years. Yeah. Uh, but then he likes something that that I think most people, um, I command them to like it. You know, you command them to like you, it. You better like this song, folks. or else, or or else. Uh, I don't know. I'll I'll cry, but yeah. I already am because I'm following the coronavirus uh, policy pr- protocol that I came up with. Guys, go sit down, and have a cry. It's it's good for you. It's, it's good. Yeah, it, it'll do a lot. Like, at least once a decade. You know, preferably once a day. Uh, 
Well, okay, maybe somewhere in between. I'm not good at numbers. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, back to back, back to, to back, good. Back to back to good. God, I I will kill that song every time, you know. <laughs> I'll fucking murder that I just, song. I do every time I get in the car. I'm like fucking down, 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 down. You know. I love you, song die. No, right. God, no, come right, on, man. You right. know what I'm talking. I, about. I got you. I got you. God, we're, that's we're one of my favorite songs. Fun, one of my favorites. That's definitely my favorite Matchbox Twenty song, which. Yeah, you know, it's hard to pick one. They're they're like all my favorite. All right, number one, number, number one. Here one. it is. Number one, guys. Brennan's number one. Brennan's you, number fun. This is number one. This is my all time number one. This ain't even nineteen ninety six number one. I mean, it technically, of course, is. But this is my actual favorite song, uh, "Living" by Moby. Now, Moby genre wise is just all over the place. You listen to any. Of his albums in his early days, and you're just gonna probably have a bad time. As like I can't even say I'm having a great time because it's just so all over the place. It's like what even? But anyway, this is just a standout seven-minute pretty ass song. It is so pretty. It is hauntingly good, and the melody is so damn like simple. I figured it out on a piano within like five seconds. The keys are literally just right next to each other. Better than porcelain. I like it more than porcelain. I think that it, like, where porcelain can give you the sad feels with the hip-hop beats and the mumbled words that are hard to understand, like standing outside a broken phone with money in my hand, you know, it gets the such sad vibes across. And that, you know, either, you freaking music of Moby. Guys, guys, go go and find Moby. Give him a high five. Don't give him a high five. Do not get him sick. (laughs) Don't give Please. anybody a high five. People, yeah. high fives are canceled. We've canceled high fives right now. <laughs> Fucking yes. stay in your house. Don't don't even yes. eat. Just like photosynthesize. You, you, know, you know, fuck it. You know what? As a Fucking middle... coronavirus. Oh, God geez. damn it. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, I'm pissed. <laughs> I swear, if, if they cancel more shit, I'm going to freak out, pal. Um... Music is canceled. Don't high five anybody. Don't high five anybody ever again. Hey man, Moby, the middle-aged man. Um, he that he's forever in his prime. He he does the good shit. Um, so yeah. anyway, yeah, living. Uh, you know, it's just it, it. It's another musical payoff song. It starts out so simple but pretty right from the get-go. You're gonna have a good cry, and it gets intense. Adds more instruments, changes some instruments to other ones. That are just slightly more intense versions of them, or whatever. Just like the the whole beat, the drum track, it just like gets, a bongo is like, a more intense version of a guitar. <laughs> we'll talk about how those two instruments go together uh, some other day, or just approach us in person, guys, uh, and we'll go on the rant. But uh, and then the song after seven minutes of being so damn pretty. And making you just think about all the happy things you've ever done in your days. It Shit, just... that would be a really quick song for me. <laughs> oh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> That's s- seven minutes flies by. But, but it just ends abruptly. It sputters at its most beautiful peak and it just stops. And that is the end of the song. And it will throw you into existential crisis mode. You're going to have an even bigger cry. Not that like I cry when I like hear it and then just... Continue to profusely just spew water out of my face. No, no, <laughs> no, no. But um, you don't but spew definitely... water out of your face. 
<laughs> I spewed out of my hands. <laughs> Call back. Okay. 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 But anyway, you know, if if you if you want to know what's Brendan thinking about, you know, give this bop a listen. It's a banger. You're gonna dance. Just kidding. Oh. But whenever I think about what you're thinking about, I just think of the monkey with the symbols. <laughs> I think about that. And the most beautiful song ever. Anyway, yeah, guys, yeah, guys. Living, living by Moby. You know, Moby's not going to come to the house and, like, praise you. You know that, right? Hey, pal. When people meet a famous person, and they're like, and We you met know, Moby. <laughs> that's a callback to Greener Grass, the movie that you need to watch, uh, featuring the name of the man Moby whose song, Living, that you need to listen to. Um, so anyway, the, I don't know, that's pretty much all I got to say about it, you know, the simplicity to, to beauty ratio, and, and the, it's, it's the good, it's the good time, guys, good time, uh, and, it's the good shit, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, and, and, okay, okay, so on the same album that that song is on, he goes from having, like, like an angry rock song where it just sounds like the voice of Spongebob screaming angry about past relationships, and just being being like not pleasant sounding at all to like this pretty shit. So, so just I don't know. Maybe don't give him a listen, but only really specific recommendations. But all right, all right. Okay. So Gregan's Gregan's number, number one. one. Can you guess what it is before I say? Oh goodness, you know I've had some time to think about number one, and if my eyesight was better, I could just look right at your list from where I'm sitting. But uh, no. No, it's guys. it's follow you down by the gym blossoms. <laughs> I thought that it was gonna be till uh, I hear it from no, you. No, because that blossoms. was nineteen ninety five. You dumb bastard! I thought they were on the same uh, thinger. No, like they're on a special or... album together. Like, Ugh. yeah, but no, <sighs> man. Technically, follow you down. Everybody knows this song, but it's number one for you. Yes, really. To me, that is nineteen ninety six. That is the sound of 1996. This is a feel-good romp through pop rock. You know, the Jim Blossoms, Hey Jealousy, and, you know, Found Out About You, and Follow You Down. Follow You Down. Anywhere you go, I'll follow you down. You know, I just uh, told our audience of, like, you know, at least a dozen people to, to go and have the, the emotional time and then you throw harmonica at them. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I got a little hate for the harmonica, but I do love this song. This song is so fucking good. The Jim Blossoms are one of my top ten favorite bands of all time, but that's for a different list. Um, you know, it's just, it's so good. Give it a listen if you haven't heard it before, but if you haven't heard it before, I think you've been living under a rock. Um, check it out. Follow you down the Jim Blossoms. Uh, they followed me on Twitter at one point. They followed him down. Yeah. So anywhere um, he went, folks. You know, in all seriousness, wash your hands. Take care of each other. Tell uh, tell somebody you love them. You know, that's that's what the world could use right now. A little more love. So. Um, so, that's right. Uh, to take baths, and if you if you know if you're taking one bath, take a second bath inside of that bath. Uh, I'm unable to be serious about this um, strictly because bat soup. No, just kidding. I'm sure I'll be serious in like a week when I get 
sick. But hopefully I won't get sick, you know? Okay. Well, right. folks, thank you for tuning in. Shout out to all the Greg heads out there. Uh, we will see you back for episode 10. Holy shit, we're already uh, almost 10 episodes in. Can you believe that shit? That's right. 10 episodes in and a repeat guest art. No, just kidding, just kidding. Wow, I'm, kid. I'm a, I, what a dick. I put myself on a pedestal. I uh, declare I should I should be in all the episodes, but but not really because you know I I like to I like to chill and not. not I have really I have nothing to say. I'm I'm awkward. I'm awake. It's the I'm fresh out of words now that we've uh, done a full podcast. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> follow uh, the regular show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell everybody. You know, we're we're a fun show here at the regular show. Shout out to all the followers. We've reached uh, 30 followers. Less than two months. Ooh. Nice, nice. And, yeah. and, uh, and you know, Bre- Brendan, Brendan Boyer, you know, uh, if you have literally never met me in your life, you know, g- give me an ad on Facebook. Give, give, me a, give me a follow on Instagram, Brendan the Boyer. Uh, but, you know, first and foremost, you know, we got to spread the love to the regular show podcast. You know, we got the good times ahead. Share uh, it, uh, care it, love it. It's all the fun shit. We love the Greg heads out there. Give the smoochies. All right. Seacrest out. Smooch.